From the art section of the New York Times, Bill Gates, the Billionaire Book Critic, by Catherine Roseman. Evan Thomas, the best-selling biographer of Robert F. Kennedy and Dwight D. Eisenhower, and the author of a half a dozen other books, has seen those books reviewed over the years by The New Yorker, The Washington Post, and The Atlantic. But with the recent publication of his latest work, Being Nixon, A Man Divided, Thomas experienced for the first time a new phenomenon, the Bill Gates bump. Just before Christmas, Thomas learned that his book had been favorably reviewed by Gates on his blog, Gates Notes. I'm surprised by the number of biographies I read that paint their subjects in black-and-white terms, Gates wrote. A classic example is former U.S. President Richard Nixon, who is too often portrayed as little more than a crook and a warmonger, so it was refreshing to see a more balanced account in Being Nixon, by author and journalist Evan Thomas. The review was illustrated by a photograph of the book on a desk adorned with objects from the Nixon era, like a rotary phone. Thomas was taken by surprise. I've never met Bill Gates, he said. I had no idea he had a book's blog. I was thrilled because he has a lot of reach, Thomas said, adding that sales of the book jumped soon after that review was posted. I can tell the blog is well-read because I heard from all sorts of random people. For years, Gates, the co-founder of Microsoft, who now focuses on the philanthropic work of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, has been scribbling notes in the margins of books he was reading and then emailing recommendations to friends and colleagues. Then he began to post these recommendations and critiques on the blog. A few years ago, I started thinking it would be fun to share some of these notes with the public, Gates wrote in a recent email interview. I have always loved reading and learning, so it is great if people see a book review and feel encouraged to read and share what they think online or with their friends. Gates says he reads about 50 books in a year, eschewing digital readers for old-fashioned books on paper. When he is busy with work, he reads about a book or two a week, but will consume four or five in the same period while vacationing with family. He has loved reading since boyhood. I did things like reading the encyclopedia for fun, he said, and I was lucky in that my parents would buy me any book I wanted. The books section is one of a handful on Gates's blog. He also writes on his philanthropic work and his foundation's endeavors in healthcare, education, and the like. The blog is filled with personal touches, like a slideshow of him with his friend Warren Buffett, including one of Buffett doing push-ups at Gates's 50th birthday celebration, and an ode to his father to mark his father's 90th birthday. But his book reviews tend to generate the most attention. On Gates' notes, he often recommends books that have a bend toward science and public health. This year, he read and liked Stuff Matters, Exploring the Marvelous Materials that Shape Our Man-Made World by Mark Miodovnik, On Immunity, An Inoculation by Eula Biss, and Should We Eat Meat, Evolution and Consequences of Modern Carnivory by Vaclav Smil, to name a few. Last month, he published a short list and accompanying video of his favorite books read in 2015. His reviews are not necessarily for books published within the calendar year. The list included Thomas's Nixon biography, 
Eradication, Ridding the World of Diseases Forever, by Nancy Lee Stepan, and Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, by Carol S. Dweck. Mindset first came to my attention a few years ago, Gates wrote, in a fascinating invention session on education with my friend Nathan Mirvold. On the best-of list, he also included Thing Explainer, Complicated Stuff in Simple Words, by Randall Monroe, the graphic writer and cartoonist who created the blog XKCD. Earlier in the year, Gates lavished praise on an earlier book of Monroe's, What If? Serious Scientific Answers to Absurd Hypothetical Questions. My guess is that you haven't spent a whole lot of time wondering what would happen if you pitched a baseball at 90% of the speed of light, he wrote. I haven't either, but that's okay, because Randall Monroe has figured it out and explained it really clearly in his book.